Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Your number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, Mr. Bryce Young out of Alabama. I got to be honest with you, does not feel as much of a slam dunk as the number one overall pick sometimes does, does it? Right. It feels Even though that you knew he was going to be the guy, it doesn't feel like this is the next quarterback to enter into that upper echelon of NFL quarterbacks. I don't feel that way about any of the quarterbacks. I don't either. Uh, and that's probably where we end up with the next Big Ben, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers class is when everybody's like, ah, it's not that big of a deal because it's usually the other way, right? It's usually like, oh, Zach Wilson's going to come in and be amazing. Oh, Josh Rosen's a great quarterback. Oh, mm-hmm. he's going to be – what a lucky pick for the Cardinals to get him at number three overall. I thought mm-hmm. he'd be gone at number one. Like, Sam Darnold is going to change the way football is played. That seems to be the narrative about, you know, your early picks, and you're getting that for sure for some of these guys from the right – people if you search out that kind of narrative but I don't know to me you know Bryce Young is pretty small CJ Stroud I don't know if he's exactly a slam dunk Anthony Richardson I think has the highest ceiling of any of the quarterbacks but you get nervous when you look at his college statistics and and wonder why he wasn't as effective in Florida especially with that completion percentage that he had down in Mm -hmm. the low 50s and then of course Will Levis fell to the second round so of your top four quarterbacks, you know, which one right now do you feel the most confident about? I kind of like Anthony Richardson. Uh, the I ceiling like, is the, I, the ceiling for him is the is the highest. What he, I he like could about be it, the best. What I like about it too is the Colts have proven they're not a talented team in terms of scouting quarterbacks via free agency. But they do a hell of a job in the last what, 20, 25 years of getting guys in the draft. And just unfortunate, they probably, if Andrew Luck hadn't retired, he'd probably still be playing, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm not thinking, like, he was so old that he could be getting older. And no, he maybe should be, he like, would. in his prime right now. Right. So, it wouldn't even be a discussion because he'd still be here. But I think that, to me, with Richardson and then just the team around him, too, I think that it was not maybe malpractice. But it was definitely questionable when Nick, sorry, Nick, Frank Reich was let go. But I think maybe you could you could understand why only because of his inability to kind of capitalize on beating the Jaguars in the last game of the season and then having such a poor start um, 
to the next season to last year. But I don't I don't blame the players for having to play under Jeff Saturday, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I think that was just done as like a, not even a PR move, but just done as a move of which you could just say like, if it works out, great. You know, we're geniuses. And if it doesn't, we can always just say, hey, we, we were punting on this year. We were going for a quarterback in the draft. So we were kind of tanking. But to bring in Shane Steichen, Sticken? Steichen, Steichen, I mean, I don't know how everyone isn't just poaching Eagles players and Eagles staff members at this point, right? <laughs> just be, you look at the draft that they had, and everyone's saying, yeah, Pittsburgh had a great draft, give them an A, but if you want to give the Steelers an A+, give the Eagles an A++. And to bring in that guy, uh, I think is going to be a great reset for this team, and I think he's going to help out Richardson a lot, so... I think the player. I mean, with Reich his, was an Eagles guy too, right? I exactly, that. exactly. You you look at the player and Richardson with his upside, but then I also look at the team that which he was brought into. Houston is just such an unknown, right? I have no idea if they're a well organized franchise. I assume not, but they, I mean, they were like saying they they were on the right side of the Deshaun Watson. It's a new ordeal. franchise, yeah, because of D'Amico Ryan, and the, yeah, I think he's got a lot of job security right now. I think they're going to give him some rope to try to to try to right this ship. But Bill Carolina ravaged that team. Carolina, I really don't have a lot of faith in as a franchise, and then Tennessee. I mean, I think for the value that you got, Will Levis, you what you got a first round pick, and then you waited until the second round to take him. Well, maybe I think, maybe you could argue the value, but Will Levis to me is like the the guy that is kind of the outlier that I don't really see a lot of upside with because Shroud and Young are both so dynamic and 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 really capable using their feet. Right, they're very mobile, they're very um, light on their feet kind of guys. But Richardson is just a physically dominant quarterback. Levis is just more so of a, a prototypical build, and I don't He's really know. He's got the know. best arm of anybody in the class. I, I just don't know. I just don't know if I see a lot of potential or a high ceiling with him. I like Anthony Richardson for the Colts. I agree with you that that's probably the best fit for any of the quarterbacks, or at least that's it's the that, team I would want to go to. The that most. team has the most going yeah. for them right now. Um, Even though like Tennessee with Vrabel would be yeah, awesome. No, but, but... It, well, here don't get me wrong. Like I don't think Carolina, Houston, Indy, or Tennessee are like awful landing spots for any of the quarterbacks. I think all of those teams kind of have things going mm-hmm. for them. They've got new coaches going for them. They've got can we just uh, really not Vrabel, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Vrabel doesn't need to be a new coach because mm-hmm. he's a good coach. But they've got one coach new coaches or ago. a good coach at their their. They've got wet, like you can look at each one of these teams and you can come up with a player that's like. Yeah, he's pretty decent. Like that's a pretty good like the def- like Brian Burns is pretty good on defense for the Panthers. Like they've got guys. Right. Um we were doing though who's the worst roster in football at the end of the show mm-hmm. on Saturday and those teams never came up. It was the Cardinals, it was the Rams, yeah. teams like that. So I don't think they're in awful landing spots. Um I mean, we've seen all four of these franchises have success right recently. So but I do like Anthony Richardson, I think, a little bit more than the rest. I think that that's a really nice ecosystem for him to land into. If Taylor's healthy, too, I mean, they're going to ask him to do a lot of the heavy lifting offensively and kind of bring Richardson along slowly. But I, I said this before the draft started. The Colts have been getting away from who they are recently. They are a drafted quarterback early exactly. and have a franchise yeah, guy right. team. And they decided to not do that. They decided... To you go know, with let's Carson Wentz and Matt year, Ryan and right? Philip Rivers. They said, we're not going to yep. bottom out. We don't right. want to bottom out. We want to try to, you know, 
we lost out on Andrew Luck. We're going to try to keep building this bridge with veteran quarterbacks until, you know, Luck was supposed to be gone in a normal career arc. But it didn't work out, and I'm glad that they pulled the plug on it. Probably, you know, went a little, went a quarterback too much mm-hmm. before they pulled the plug, but that's fine. I'm glad they did. And I'm glad they're back to kind of what their identity is as a franchise and what Ursay has always been about. And I know Richardson isn't a number one pick. And, you know, with Manning and with Luck, they were both like the slam dunk generational guys. And there's not a guy like that in this class. But taking a quarterback early and trying to develop him into your franchise guy is, is really the Colts way. So I'm happy that we will go into the 2023-2024 season and not talking about the Colts with, can Carson Wentz find it again? Mm-hmm. Can Matt Ryan find it again? And instead it's, we have a young quarterback. What's his development going to look like? And to having a guy like Steichen, who led the best offense in football last year, paired with a young and 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 a, a dynamic quarterback, right? Just to me, it was it was the most ideal situation for any of the quarterbacks. The least ideal of those four guys, though, I might say it's Carolina. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you on that one. Again, I don't Bryce think it's Young awful, being, awful, but No, but Bryce Young with, with the measurements He being, scares me, man. I yeah. saw a, the picture. There's a picture of him meeting Brian Burns, and it was shocking. Brian Burns was- Was a, it like Derrick Henry in high yes. school when he just stood over him? Yeah. It, it was like- Stood over everyone? Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry. The picture yeah, of right, the Alabama right, right, coin right, toss, right. it looked like that. And so I'm reading the comments, and some people are doing the- like gifs that say yikes like not good mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying relax brian burns is six foot five so and so pounds like of course he's gonna look big next to bryce young and i'm like yeah that's the point guys right everybody's six foot five right. 250 pounds in the nfl it's not like oh well that's just brian burns brian burns is the odd one in that equation no, no. brian burns is, is the usual the, yeah. in that equation it's not like he was standing next to derrick henry no. and you were looking at yao ming versus like mugsy Bose. no dude yeah. so like i saw that picture and i was like and, and people were you know sozy colbert interviewed bryce young mina kimes interviewed bryce young and people were like well look they're almost the same height as him and i was kind of like yeah that's funny whatever the burns one's real to me though. Mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean that bryce young can't be good as a smaller quarterback but that kind of body falling on top of you over and over mm. and over again, I really hope that he's tough. And, you know, his bones are built of uh, adamant- what is it? adamantium, the, the chemical in Wolverine's body okay, that makes okay. his blades or his, his claws sure. metal. I hope he's made of adamantium because he's going to get hit and he's going to get hit a lot in this league. Mm-hmm. Even if he makes a play, someone's going to put you on your butt, dude. When you're a young quarterback, too, you get no protection from the refs. Mm-hmm. Just talk to Kenny Pickett this year. Remember oh, when yeah. DeMar Hamlin hit him after he slid? Oh, yeah. Got nothing on that play. Like, you get no help from the refs until you prove it in this league. So I have concerns about the height and the size for Bryce Young, for mm-hmm. sure. And, and seeing that Brian Burns picture again, and it didn't, too, didn't comfort me going, oh, Brian Burns is six foot five. No, that's the point. Not only that, what they gave, what the team gave up to get him kind of mortgage their future yeah. on him. He better be the guy, you're right. right. Like He better be good enough to kind of elevate the rest of the team around him. Granted, he's got Frank Reich as his head coach, which really helps, I think. Yeah, good quarterback coach. But I think just how much they were willing to give up just to get Bryce Young, this super undersized quarterback, is a little concerning to me because they're, they no longer have the ability to really, in future seasons use the draft to build around him, get it in some extra protection. Like, even in this year's draft, I get 
I get that maybe by the time they were picking, there weren't a lot of options. But I'm looking at their team now. They waited until the fourth round, the 114th overall pick, to take an offensive lineman. They went with a receiver and then an outside linebacker. They do have decent offensive line pieces already in Carolina, but I feel you. I feel you. Are they mm-hmm. already falling down that well of we're not going to draft to help our quarterback out at all? And I'm not saying he's Stafford on the Lions, but you worry about organizations for sure. Again, I don't think the Panthers are an awful organization, but they're certainly on a gold standard either. Right, that know what when they get a guy like Bryce Young, what's the next what you best have to do. thing to do. Yes. Because think about it, last time they got a franchise quarterback, he did everything for them. It was mm-hmm. Cam Newton. He was, you didn't a, he need was a, Superman. You could have the worst offensive line in football. Who cares? He's, he's A, physical enough to escape a pocket, but B, physical enough to shed tackles on his own like he's a running back. So I look at Stroud and Young then, and I'm like, what really was the difference between them in college? I, I, Young won a championship, of mm-hmm. course. But, like, Stroud lit it up in the playoffs yeah. this past year. It looked amazing. I mean, almost beat Georgia. Yeah. And you look at that, and you say, well, their numbers are pretty similar. They both looked great on big stages. But Stroud's six foot three and 214 pounds. Right. Like, you I know think what I mean? One, like, so, so one thing that I thought of was the the players he had on his team. Ohio State, he was throwing to Smith and Jigba. He was, he was throwing Harrison to Smith and, Jig, Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison Jr. this year. The year before, it was Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And Bryce Young has no talent to work with. Right. I'm kidding. He's at Alabama, dude. Bryce I Young know. has all the talent I in the know, world to work with. I know, with. but I'm just saying, you look at the names, that's kind of why, you know, when I, when I look at Mac Jones from a couple of years and everyone's saying, in, including people here in Pittsburgh, did the Patriots somehow just go their first year without Tom Brady and already get a guy? I said, did you really think that with Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, and Jalen Waddell also catching balls, Najee Harris in the backfield, and then you had two guys on that offensive line who went in the first round. You really think it was Mac Jones who did all of that on his own? You really think it was Mac Jones who won Alabama their title that year? Absolutely not. So I get your point that not – Obviously, Bryce Young and CJ Shroud both had incredible players around them. But I'm kind of adding to your point the fact that they had these great teams and great coaches, right? Ryan Day at Ohio State yes. leading the way there. Why why is it that if Bryce Young and CJ Shroud are not standing neck and neck, right? CJ Shroud is standing head and shoulders above Bryce Young. Why go? Bryce Young. Because he's not overwhelmingly better. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. He didn't put up amazing numbers compared to C.J. Stroud. And C.J. Stroud did, but again, I like, worry. Like what? When you compare Young to Levis, you go, well, Levis is bigger, mm-hmm. but Young was a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. You don't do that with C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Young is not a thousand times better. I've, always, I've just always worried about Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks. Because the only one they right now you, that's They don't give relevant, you a reason not to worry Justin about Justin Fields, when healthy, but... The guy proves that, or has proven, his game is so risky well, we, to his we health. we always see these quarterbacks from these schools not do well in, in the pros, and, right. and there are some right now that have the chance to be good, but they're in the process of being good. You, mm-hmm. you don't know if two is going to end up being the best yeah, quarterback. Yeah, we, we don't know. Jalen Hurts is the only one. And I, and do, do you do count you him even, as an Oklahoma guy? Yeah, like, right, exactly. I, he came out as an Oklahoma right. guy. Like, when he got drafted, it said Jalen Hurts and out he, of Oklahoma. And he was coached by the best quarterback coach in college football in Oklahoma. Yeah, so back to the Texans. Yeah. Because I think they had, looking at the first round, 
the best first round of any team. They because get their they, quarterback, and, and then, then they, they aggressively got, trade up and get Will maybe Anderson. the best defensive player in the draft. Mm. It's him or Carter. I, I, I probably lean Carter, yeah. You've got now, and again, it might not work out, but as you're building something now for D'Amico Ryan, you've got your guy on offense, and you've got your guy on defense. Franchise cornerstones, baby. Number two and number three overall pick. Build from there. And I think they will be a better team this coming year than they were last year. I still think they're probably picking in the top ten. But I think that's a good thing. Because then they can keep building more. I just like the two foundational. It's so early in the Texans process. But I love the foundational pieces that they got on both offensive and defensive side of the ball. Much more confident in the defensive side of it. Panning out with Will Anderson. But again, I, I think C.J. Stroud is a quarterback that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable than Bryce Young just because I think he's got the NFL body. I'm looking at the Houston Texans right now. Did you know they had 25 draft picks to work with this year? They're ama- they, they did an amazing job of recovering from how Bill O'Brien just ravaged yes. that cupboard. So they had, obviously, a lot. But, but I will say this. They did get lucky with Deshaun Watson wanting to get out there. Yes. Like, you probably don't repair that cupboard like they did without your generational quarterback deciding he wants to leave. They trade, so they they had 25 to work with and only ended up taking, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Still, nine is a huge draft class. But you have that capital. You, need, yeah, right. you trade up to number three to get <laughs> exactly. what I understand. And exactly. you don't, it doesn't hurt you down the road no. because you have so much. I mean, they had the 12th pick and the 33rd pick, but they were like, yeah. I'm, we don't need the 33rd because yeah. we're going to get Will Anderson. If I can, I don't, I mean, other than Cleveland having in the Baker Mayfield year, having the first and fourth overall, this is the only other time I can think of a team having this much draft capital early on with the number two and number three overall picks. It worked out so well for Cleveland when they were picking that high, too. So I'm sure it'll be just as swimmingly for the Houston Texans <laughs> here. Um, but Stroud and Anderson, like the players that Cleveland took, Stroud and Anderson Jr. seem like better Anderson prospects Jr. Anyway. Well, Shroud for sure because Baker a, is Baker yeah. is like the the um the Bryce Young equivalent of this draft, right? Undersized, smaller, superstar in college. You could even argue Baker was better than Bryce Young in college yeah. too. I mean, was a Shroud a lot more physically dominant, a lot bigger, and clearly has some 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 strength overall as well. But Anderson to get your quarterback and Will Anderson, like, I mean, a lot of people were saying, are the Texans going to just forfeit the quarterback this year and maybe just. Yeah, a lot of people thought Anderson was going to go two, and they'd take the quarterback later or something like that. And if they didn't get him, just say, whatever, you know, that's fine, and wait until the next year to get the quarterback. That tells you, though, that they were more willing to risk losing Anderson than Stroud, so they must have really been high on Stroud. And again, you mentioned it. Watch him play against Georgia in the semifinal game last year. Mm -hmm. Dude was awesome. Right? I mean, he was. Yes. He looked... The reason why Ohio State almost beat Georgia is because they were playing an NFL quarterback in that game. Do you he remember they also like they lost Marvin Harrison Jr. Who knows what would have happened? He went down. That's like Burrow losing but he kept Chase him in. in the wasn't it? Of the game. Wasn't the last play a hail mary pass? Or no, no it was the, last the play field was the goal. Field. They could have won. They missed no, it. C.J. Stroud put yeah, them in right, a position right, right, to right, win right, the right, game. Right, 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 right. They, they, Georgia almost lost because Stroud played like an NFL starter mm-hmm. that game. And and that's why I would love him if I was a team. And that's why he would probably lean towards the guy. I agree. I think. If I were picking, 
I take CJ Shroud out of this draft class, but I still have some trepidation because I just ne- none have, of them are slam dunks. In my life, in my lifetime, I have yet to see an Alabama quarterback or an Ohio State quarterback pan out in the end. None NFL. of them are slam dunks. Uh, any of the four quarterbacks here that were taken right. at the top four, right. and, and even you know what. The Hendon Hooker pick by the Lions, I think, is great. Might be the it's best pick. Might be the best pick of that class because A. Sits out all year. Jared Goff's your guy. And you really, you don't even have to bring Hendon Hooker in the year after that either. You can if just you don't keep want bringing to, him But also, slow. too, the fact that you got him so in round three. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought he'd go in round two. I think even round one. They, did, they got done a favor by Willevis falling to round two, I think. So teams that yeah. were in round two that were like, ooh, do we need a quarterback? Well, before the draft got started... People in Pittsburgh were saying Hendon Hooker might be that guy yeah. that's still there at the beginning of day two for people to call you. For people to call you and, and say, ended up being Levis. Right, 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 right. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18, my first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Weird thing from the first round for me, mm-hmm. the running backs. Two running well, backs getting okay. taken. Well, let me put it this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two running backs go off the board before the first wide receiver's off the board. That just ain't how the league's no, played these days, all. you know. And and once Smith and Jigba went at number twenty, the first wide receiver off the board, it went receiver, receiver, it went receiver, four in a row, receiver. Right? So like, once that first one went, people were like, "Ooh, it's time to start taking." But receivers. what was weird was the first one was taken at like pick number 20? 20, 20 right? overall. Smith and Jigba to Seattle. But I will say this: every receiver that went went to great teams. Smith and Jigba in Seattle, right? Well, not, where's he? Like, I that was kind of a surprising pick problem, to me, but. Whatever, that's an awesome offensive that's coordinator. That's great for Gino. Honestly, it's great for Gino. But then, yeah, Quentin Johnson to the Chargers. So they Herbert gets another guy. Mike Williams gets hurt too much. Zay too. Flowers I hate coming that to pick because the Ravens picked him and they need a wide receiver. They do. And then Jordan Addison just filling in the hole that even though Adam Thielen wasn't great last year. Jordan Addison has a number two. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Boy. Good luck with that guy. I mean, geez, Jackson Smith and Jig was going to be a number three when he mm-hmm. starts out in Seattle. Like, and he'll pass. So will Quentin Johnson. Woo! He might be a four with Palmer there. With Josh I mean, Palmer, yeah, very possible. No, and 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 none of these guys have to be a one. Zay Flowers is going to be a two because of OBJ. And what's interesting? And, and, what's interesting and too Andrews is too. the after those four guys went, the next receiver to go, Jonathan Mingo to Carolina, who desperately needs a receiver. But He's they, a dog too. But they desperately need a lot, right? Jonathan Mingo's a dog too. He's got some pretty nice tape there. But the running back thing surprised me. And, oh, absolutely. Especially the teams that took the running back. Well, B. John so, Robinson to the Falcons is weird, man. So they, they ran the ball well last year. Right. P- they were saying we needed that. Algiers ex- was a thousand-yard rusher. They were saying, people in Atlanta were saying, we needed Bijan because we needed that guaranteed number one running back. And but I'm just thinking, Algier like. Is Algiers that guy? Yeah. 
It, it, doesn't it remind you of the the uh, James Jacksonville? Robinson. Huh? James Robinson thing, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. The Jaguars taking, even though it worked out with ATN. Well, that's the thing. You're right to use it as an example, but but then it worked, it worked out. out. So maybe it worked this one out. Works yeah, out. I guess so. But then Bijan Robinson is more talented than Algiers. Algiers was a middle round pick the last follow year. Follow up with Jameer Gibbs, Alabama. That one. Was, I was more shocked about yes. that one because I thought Detroit with. As as up and coming of a team as they are, I thought, wow, could they be the team to maybe? I mean, I know they were picking, they they moved back right when in they that moved whole, back to this spot. I thought, but I this thought is at, when they Gonzalez. were originally slated to pick at what eight or six, six. that they would have gone with Jalen Carter. And so I'm thinking, wow, could Detroit walk away with Jalen Carter and that be like the final piece they need to become that playoff team? And then they. And then you saw the the war room footage, right? When they were, everyone was head over oh heels God. about getting Jameer Gibbs. Sanders 2.0. And I'm like, DeAndre Swift is still in the locker room, not, not for long. <laughs> but clearly that's why they, they wanted like him DeAndre because Swift, clearly, they were just yeah. done with him. But I thought it was so interesting, too, because they, they parted ways with, um, with, um, Will, Will, um, Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. No, no, no. That's the receiver. Jamal Williams. Jamal, Jamal Williams, Williams, right? Record-setting line. Yeah, they, those they, touchdowns they by they line him in franchise go. history. They let him go. Yeah, he's a saint now. He's a saint now. But I just saw it was, and then you still had, but at least you still had uh, DeAndre Swift. But then you brought in David Montgomery. Okay, so now you're back to two running backs. But then you go out and you still use your first pick on Jameer Gibbs. Granted, I think a lot of people thought they kind of saved their overall draft class by going with. Um, Brian Branch in the second round, and also getting Jack Campbell in the first. I saw a chart from the Lions draft class, mm-hmm. and a guy was like, "This is a great draft," but he had the picks yes, jumbled in different orders. He had Branch moved up to their yes, first pick. Yes, I saw he the had same Jack thing. Jack Campbell moved down to the second round. Yep. Gibbs in the third round. Like, I saw the exact. He was same like, "These thing. are this is a great." So it's weird. Like they had the good draft class just right. out of order. Sam Laporta, yeah, filling like in that DJ Hawkinson role. Like, yeah. So it's a good draft, but it's in the, in the wrong order, really, when it comes to value. But does that matter when you get the Yeah, the you, guys got him, anyway? you got them. Uh, to me, though, they had the most puzzling first round with Gibbs. Yes. And then J- Jack Campbell, I think, was a huge reach at number 18. Yeah. He's a Dan Campbell player, for sure. Right. Jack Campbell. I mean, they have the same last name. But. He's a physical guy, yeah. It's physical downhill kind of run stuff in linebacker. But, like. But everyone was saying the best late, pick. late. Everyone was saying the best pick of the second round. Yes. Second round guy. No, it was Brian Branch. Oh, even for Jack Campbell, people were saying second round. People had Jack Campbell going to the Steelers at 49 in some of the mock drafts. So when he he got called, I I thought that was surprising. I just meant that they kind of saved themselves by getting lucky and and having Brian Branch fall to them. Yeah, but I I would have the Lions as really a a questionable first round for me. Uh, Just those picks didn't make sense. The luckiest first round is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, How did they, how? I saw a picture of Georgia's defense, not this year, but last year, when, like, all the stars were still there. We're still on Georgia. this year. Yeah. 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 And the guy circled them, and it was like, this guy's an eagle. And then he was like, this guy's also an eagle. And then he went over to Jalen Carter, and he's like, somehow eagle too. And then he went, guess last what? guy went, WTF, Eagle also. But like, I, I thought I saw one too. He was like, guess, guess which what? team he guess plays for. Guess which team he yeah. plays for. Like, they're just the the Georgia North when it yeah, comes to the NFL. truly they are. They love their Georgia defensive players. And you know who also is a Georgia Bulldog that's on the team? Former Georgia Bulldog. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, for. running back, right. And then later on in the draft, they get Keely Ringo as yes. a cornerback. He played for Georgia as mm-hmm. well. I mean, 
They like their Georgia Bulldogs, and in their first episode when I said Omar was shopping at the right store when it came to getting Big Ten and SEC talent, you're getting the best defensive team you've seen right. in the past two years in the history of college football. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good idea to pull some of those guys just into your team. one after the other. Nolan Smith also but just— But that's the thing, the steal aspect of it. Like, Jalen Carter oh shouldn't God. have gone at number nine. I, I just can't believe, too, the Bears were like, yeah, we'd we rather go with— uh, we, Even though— Darnell Wright, someone I think the is a Steelers, good pick for them. Steelers also would have been happy with probably in the, the first Bears round. There. But you had Jalen Carter in your in the palm of your hand, and you let him go. Like so, they get maybe the best player in the draft at number nine. There's no way Carter should have been there. Obviously, off the field stuff aided in his fall somewhat. Mm -hmm. And then Nolan Smith is better than the number thirty pick. He was just hurt last year, right? So you're taking a bit of a risk on that, but. You're you're honestly getting two top ten mm -hmm. talents on the defensive side of the ball. Nolan Smith could be the best edge rusher in this class. Possibly. The rich just keep getting richer, man. It's just the front office in Philadelphia. They get rid of Hargrave and they bring in Jalen Carter to fill his spot. Right. That's you can't that's plan. Upgrade, you can't even plan right? for that. That's, no, that's just lucky. Upgrade. That's just getting lucky when it comes to. And I to and I remember team. thinking too last year, right? Last year before that. Jalen Hurts took off before we knew just how good that their uh, defense was going to be. But when the Steelers were eyeing a potential non-quarterback in the first round, all eyes were on Jordan Davis. And then he went to Philadelphia. And wasn't even the best player in Philadelphia, but he doesn't need to be anymore, right? You bring in, you bring in Jordan Davis to Pittsburgh and you think that's the, that's the future of our front seven, right? Him and TJ Watt for the next decade plus. But now Jordan Davis could be the fifth or sixth best guy in that defense. On not even on the defense, the front seven, right? And it doesn't even it does it's, it's not going to consider it won't be considered a, a failure or a bust of a draft pick. Before we wrap up, the Steelers obviously win the AFC North when it comes to the draft class. As far as the other teams are concerned, but, I don't think Cleveland and Baltimore did anything amazing. I mean, they did okay things. Baltimore didn't pick until the third round. Zay right. Flowers for the Ravens is a good pick. Trent Simpson. In the third round, I think is a good project for them, but you know, no one really from Cleveland or Baltimore that I look at, and I'm like, well, like oh, you said, boy, Cleveland they, just didn't they didn't pick until the third yeah, round, right? But they got they got a wide receiver out of Tennessee in their fourth round. Cleveland got Dewan Jones. He's six foot eight, three hundred seventy four pounds. Mm -hmm. He's the biggest offensive tackle. That in was class. that was one guy that I think we were looking at in was later it, rounds. Was it the was it the yeah the the uh, the pick with Nick that went to Nick Herbig something right? like that yeah. or, or maybe the one that went to Darnell well we didn't have that you know what I the no, one it was the, Darnell Washington yeah, right, maybe right, would have right, been right, the right, one right. there too um, but the Bengals I think had the second best class um, oh I and yeah, they, I don't they think didn't it's... really move much they moved no. back a little bit in the third round and got Jordan Battle uh, but that was more the Chiefs wanted to move up than the Bengals right. wanted to move back um, and they barely moved they, three and spots. that's their mo they yeah. they always kind of just stand pat with their picks um you know they were the 29th best team in the nfl this, or the 29th pick this year in the first round and they picked 29 in pretty much every mm -hmm. round uh, just kind of i mean i know the they went out i know they went out and they got uh orlando brown from kansas city right huge pickup for them but to not take a single offensive lineman in this entire draft no i think it's smart you think so? They need to start adding defense because the offense is about well, to yeah, become so expensive. Well, yeah, and they did that. So with their first three picks, they went Miles Murphy, a D lineman, DJ Turner corner. Miles Murphy and Broderick Jones might be banging right. helmets for a while right. to come. And then Jordan Battle, like you mentioned earlier. But then to not take in the fourth through seventh rounds a single. They, Tom. Doesn't that tell you Tom, that they're using free agency to build their line? Maybe, though? but do you know what they drafted instead? I'm, I'm looking at their draft class. I, they drafted a punter. 
Maybe they like a sixth round punter is not going to bother me. Okay, but Belichick taking a kicker in the fourth round—that's yeah. a little weird. But a punter in the Belichick took a kicker and a punter, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But uh, I don't know the punter. Yeah, whatever. But like, I like their class, man. Their defense is going to be—they need the defense to be cheap because the offense is right. going to be crazy gonna be expensive. Way They've too already expensive. let Bates. They've already let Bell. And they walk. just signed Orlando Brown. Yeah, the offense is going to be Buku Bucks. Mm-hmm. They need the defense to be cheap. So you get cheap guys in Murphy, Turner, and Battle who you think will start for you for four years to come on a cheap rookie deal. Then I like going offense with Charlie Jones out of Illinois. Or, excuse Purdue. me, Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Chase Brown, the running back out of Illinois. There's some mixing problems there, and they don't have P. Ryan anymore, so they definitely right. they need, need some help. And P. Ryan was solid whenever he would come in for mixing. And then Andre Isovas from Princeton, the wide receiver who's just one of the fastest receivers in this class, but he's also six foot three, two hundred five pounds. Look out for him to be a dude that emerged. Like Charlie Jones and him, I think for the next year can do a little battling for who's going to be the Boyd replacement mm-hmm. because I think that's what they have their eye on. Or is. Higgins. Cause Higgins. I don't know if they're good enough to be a Higgins replacement. Well, I just meant they might have to be the they're Higgins They're going to have to replace Higgins and Boyd. Yeah. I just see these two projecting more as a Boyd than a Higgins. Higgins is the number one. He well, that's what is. I'm saying is that you. I, I thought you were just saying like in terms of the depth chart. They might lose both of those receivers. That's what I'm saying is that they might just – it might be Jamar Chase and then those two guys for the foreseeable future. But I think it's very clear. That the Pittsburgh Steelers had the best draft yeah, in the AFC of the, North. Of the, of the division. And yeah. everybody you read says that the Steelers had a great draft class. They're in love with the Steelers draft class. Steelers had a lot of steals in their draft class. So the vibes are way, way up, Steelers Nation, mm. when it comes to your 2023 They draft were already class. pretty much up before the draft started. I think what was maybe keeping things down was we were kind of all operating under the assumption that the draft somehow was just not going to fall our way. That all the cornerbacks and all the tackles were going to go, and then all the mid-round guys were going to be just mid-round guys, and nothing special would be there when whenever the Steelers were on the clock. And then it broke our way perfectly. 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 Couldn't have broken any better. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show, and many more. You'll get draft breakdowns from all of those shows. A ton of great stuff coming your way on SNR this week and every week, really. And all shows are available on the Steelers mobile app, we the got- Radio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Don't interrupt me on the read again. I'll smack you across the okay. face. What were you going to say before I was just we saying, we have, I mean, we have the NFL schedule release coming up. We have next rookie week, minicamp yep, coming they're, they're up targeting in, in less than a Thursday month. for the NFL schedule release, March, May 11th. So okay. we will find out when the games just will be played. And we no get to do the fun season. thing of picking the schedule and the record after that point. No offseason. No, the NFL is a, a beast that never sleeps. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. We'll talk to you later this week on the Steelers Standard. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Deck.com forward slash iHeart. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 